second Learn Breezy podcast. Uh, I'm Rob Wynn. Thank you for tuning in, downloading. Um, I actually left out quite an important uh, thing last time in the last podcast, was to ask you to subscribe. It's quite important so that you'll get the next podcast automatically. It's currently available on th- in three places, well, four places. Um, on Anchor, where I record the podcast. Um, it's also available on Radio Public, on Breaker, and on Stitcher. It's not yet on iTunes, but hopefully it will be very soon. Now... What am I doing this week? Well, I have an interview with uh, Urfuk, who I told you about in the last podcast. Um, That's going to play at the end. Before that, I'm going to look at a few things. So, two of the most important verbs, not the most important verbs, which I spoke about last week. If you haven't listened to that one yet, please... Go and uh, listen to it uh, on any of those sites I just said. Um, So the two verbs are make and do. These are very troublesome verbs for people learning English because do is not a word in many languages. Uh, There's no translation, direct translation. I know this in Portuguese as I am learning Portuguese, um, and I presume it's in Romantic languages, like Spanish and Italian and French. So um, they maybe just have the one word that counts for both. But in English, we don't. We have make and we have do. And there is a picture that I've added to the Facebook Learn Breezy page today and on Instagram. Um which has a few examples that I'm going to go through now. Before I get to that, I should say that I have two, well, I have three Instagram profiles. My personal one, at Rob Wynn. I don't really post that to that, so no point in following that. Um, but then I have the Learn Breezy, which is new, And only has a few followers at the moment because I'm trying to get people to ditch my last one, which is um, Learn British English with Rob Wynn, uh, and move over to Learn Breezy. So if you are a member of either, fantastic. If you're just on the uh, Learn British English with Rob Wynn, um, move over to Learn Breezy. Okay, so make... And do. Let's have a look at the picture. I will, hopefully you've got it in front of you. If you are a subscriber to my email, fantastic. You'll see it in the email uh, sent today. And if you are not a member of the Learn Breezy email group, uh, please join. I think you just need to send me a blank email to uh, robwin at learnbreezy.com. Uh, and my name is spelt R-O-B-W-Y-N-N. 
So make and do are two of the most common verbs in the English language. We often use them with lots of different situations. And so it's difficult to remember in which situation we use each of them. A good way to remember them is this. We use make in a situation where we are creating something. And we use do in a situation where we are executing something that is planned or has already been created. So a few examples. On the make side, make coffee. Now I'm presuming this was... Uh, this picture was created by um, an American because the Americans love their coffee. If it was made by a Brit, that would say make tea. And it's make for all drinks. Make a cocktail. Uh, make a glass of... You wouldn't say make a glass of water. You wouldn't say make water because you don't make water, do you? You just, you just get it out of a... Well, in England you can drink it from the taps. Uh, I know in Brazil you shouldn't do that and in other countries as well um so you want to make don't make water you you can make juice um if you maybe make a smoothie certainly i do that very often i have a smoothie in the morning so i make that smoothie uh, make an appointment so if you want to see the doctor you would call them up and you would make an appointment with them Make dinner, um, make lunch, make breakfast, similar to drinks. It's with food, you make food. Um, make a mistake. Ah, we all make mistakes. Um, I make, I have made many mistakes um, and still do. We all do, but we try not to. Uh, make a suggestion. So if you have an idea, um, you can... Tell your friends and make a suggestion. Make a phone call. Make a booking. Now, make a booking. You may not know what a booking is. If you book something, that could be like a, a table at a restaurant. So you would call them up and you would say, yeah, I'd like to book a table. Um, make a proposal so a proposal is when it's like a it's similar to a suggestion but um, well a proposal of marriage is probably the most famous context of a proposal although you know if you're in a business meeting and you have an idea um, that you want to give to your boss you could make a proposal Oh, in fact, you could use that as a proposal, but when I think of proposal, it seems like a, a grand idea. So perhaps you are in a business meeting with another business that perhaps you want to uh, partner with them. So you could make a proposal. This is my proposal. Um, I give you a share of the business. In fact, it's like uh, Dragon's Den. Some of you may know this program. It's across the world. Um, I think in America they have another name for it. 
or in some other places they have another name but it's a similar sort of thing where um, people with ideas for businesses they have invented something and then they can try to get backing from uh, investors people with loads of dosh that's another word for money dosh um, and backing you may not know that as well is when well you know if somebody has your back they support you so if you someone invests in you they are financially supporting you so they are backing you and you have their backing coming out with all the new words today for you um that's just the make side and there's lots more of course but now i'll go over to the do so again this is when ex executing something so you do your homework if you're still in school sorry about that um but you have to i mean you're in school that's bad enough but you also have to do your homework um which sucks uh do you, the dishes my favorite chore um which I think I speak about with Urfuk later, but it is my favourite chore, the dishes. Do a dance. Yep, you do a dance, which I haven't done for a while. I need to go back and dance. In Brazil, dancing a lot. In England, dancing zilch. So yeah, I need to find some places to dance. Um, do your job. Do your job. Uh, you do a task, and that might be at your job. Um, do exercise, which uh, I like to do and you should be doing too. Got to keep fit and healthy. Do your hair. So if you like to do your hair, I know, um, I mean, everybody should do their hair. Take a bit of pride in their appearance. I rarely do my hair. I don't have much hair to do much with. But if you're a girl, got lots of hair, you can put it up in a bun Put it in a ponytail, pigtails, got lots of options. And do an exam. Oh, God, that's even worse. So if you're at school, you've got homework and you've got exams. Very happy that I left school a long time ago. So that's the end of the picture. And I'm going to speak a little bit about uh, make and do with Urfuk and the use of it and the conjugations of those words. Um, people learning uh, English often come unstuck when speaking and writing about the third person um, whether it's singular or plural um, Urfuk, uh, you'll hear later I noticed him make this error a few times and we spoke about it and hopefully now he's he's queued up and he's, he's on the ball with it Now let's have a quiz, make and do quiz. Um, last week I did use a quiz on be and have and I forgot to give you the website where I got the quiz from. I'm not sure which one it was, but I think it was um, www. You don't need to say that, do you? Everyone knows that. I'm just going to go straight into the uh, the URL, the, the important bit. EC english.com it's on there somewhere i've had a look can't find it but it's got loads of other quizzes on there as well this week's quiz is from english.best so no com or 
www.co.uk. It's just english.best. And I'll actually put the um, full URL so you can actually go and do this test online if you wish. But I'm going to do it um, now on here. Um, but the great thing about this websites and the quizzes are that they are timed. So I think you get a couple of minutes to do the test, which is better than having all the time in the world because it's good to have a little bit of pressure. So let's go through it. So the manager was surprised at how many things Ron could blank at once. Now, the options are make, do, made, or did. Now, just so you know, all of the questions have those same answers. So it's always the same. I'm not going to read them out each time. But it's either present, made, that's, that's past, isn't it? Hang on. <laughs> it's either present, make, Past, made, present, do, past, did. Always the same. So that first one. The manager was surprised at how many things Ron could blank at once. Number two. She blank him a solemn promise that she would never steal again. So same options. Make, do, made, did. That's how they write it, but I think it's easy to remember present tense and past tense of make and do. So, once again, she blank him a solemn promise that she would never steal again. Three, his teacher begged him to blank more of an effort in class. Four, we had so much fun in Chicago. We blank... It in three days. Five. The business blank a lot of money this year. Six. The university research team stumbled upon something it blank. Hang on, no, I've said it wrong. Because there's a semicolon after something. So the university research team stumbled upon something. Semicolon. It blank a really big discovery. What's a semicolon? And what's a colon? And when do I use them? These are questions that I will answer. I need to go and look them up. Um, because I do know, I know when I use them. But explaining it, I would, I think it's best just to get someone online. To read something online that expresses it better than I could or just basically me reading it. Um, give me a moment. So, the semicolon. It represents a break within a sentence that is stronger than a comma, but less final than a full stop. It enables the writer to avoid using, overusing um, the comma and preserves the finality of the full stop. Semicolons are used to separate items in a list and to link closely related sentences. Now they have a really good example of this, which has a colon and a semicolon and a comma. 
and a full stop. It's got it all in there. Um, okay, so the speakers were colon, Dr. Sally Meadows, comma, biology, semicolon, Dr. Fred Elliott, comma, animal welfare, semicolon, Ms. Ms. Jerry Taylor, comma, sociology, semicolon, and Professor Julie Briggs, comma, chemistry, full stop. Also, uh, Professor was actually spelt P-R-O-F, full stop, which we use when we are shortening a word. I'm sure you've seen that, many examples, and uh, there is one in that sentence. So what's a comma? No, I know you know what a comma is. Well, maybe you don't. You know what? We should have a punctuation podcast, uh, but not today. Um, what's a colon? It's uh, the colon acts as a pause, which introduces related information. It indicates that the reader should look forward to information that follows on from the earlier statement. Some of the main ways a colon can be used are shown below. Okay, shouldn't didn't need to read that out. Um, so I think I hopefully have cleared up colon and semicolon. Um, but I'll come back to them in the punctuation podcast. I completely lost where I was, but I remember now it was part of the quiz. So that question was the university research team stumbled upon something, semicolon, it blank, a really big discovery. Seven, his mother forced him to blank his homework every night after supper. Eight. No matter how hard she pushed him, she couldn't blank her son to do the job properly. 9. The teacher suggested they blank another exercise to understand the problem better. 10. We only have one more pot of stew. Will it blank? OK, that's the quiz for this week. And you'll see the answers in the blurb. Uh, so don't read that before listening. Whilst we're talking about make and do, um, the phrase for this week involves the word make. And this is from uh, phrases.org. Uh, I'll put the link in the blurb. So the phrase is this. And I looked, there's a few with making, of course, and I'm sure there's many 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 with doing but this is the one that caught my eye uh, that's another phrasal verb caught my eye when something uh, you notice something so I did actually a video on the phrasal verb uh, of catch and caught you can go and look at that on my YouTube channel that is learn British English with Rob Wynn um, there's quite a lot of videos on there. I don't do those anymore just because it's really time consuming. And to be honest, the whole Learn Breezy is very time consuming. I haven't reached the stage yet where I can outsource. Got to try and do as much as I can myself before uh, I'm doing that and make a bit of money as well. Um, I will be, uh, be an affiliate for people. Um, but one of the questions this week... I'm going to recommend some apps for you. Some you may know, 
some you may not. I'm not an affiliate for those, but they're really good for helping you improve your English. So this saying, uh, make hay while the sun shines. Make hay while the sun shines. Now what does that mean, make hay? Well, it essentially means make the most of one's opportunities while you have the chance. This is something that I forget, and I'm sure you do as well. You only get one chance in most things. You don't really get second chances, and there have been countless times when I have missed an opportunity. Normally, when meeting uh, an attractive girl, I've, uh, I've let that opportunity go, and... You know, the successes I've had in that area, I don't ever remember those. That's just, that's it's great, and I did what I should have done. It's the ones that you let pass you by, they come back to haunt you. And this is why this saying, this phrase, this proverb rang true to me. I'm sure a lot of you uh, know what I'm talking about. But where does it come from? And what does it, I mean, we know what it means, but make hay. So what is making hay? Um, so this is something that farmers do. They make hay, they cut the grass down and let it dry. Um, and then they use it, you know, in, in farm, on farmyards. I'm sure you've seen big heaps of hay. It's really old. They, they think it started in 1546. That is bloody ages ago. Um, it's uh, first recorded by uh, well John Haywood's A Dialogue Containing the Number in Effect of All the Proverbs in the English Tongue. Okay. Um, and a similar notion is expressed in the Bible. And I've got a lot of uh, uh, religious people in the community. Some are into the Bible, some are into the Quran. Um, but this is from the Proverbs 10.5. He that gareth, sorry, no, not gareth. <laughs> he that gathereth, ga gathereth. Okay, we start again. He that gathereth in summer is a wise son. Colon. But he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. So, um, English translations of the Bible don't use the expression make hay while the sun shines, uh, and they didn't appear until after 1546 anyway. If the person who coined the proverb in English was copying an idea from earlier versions of the Bible, we can't be sure of. Uh, what we can say is that, as far as English is concerned, the phrase originated in Tudor, England. Of course, medieval farmers would be as well aware of the wisdom of not leaving it too late to gather one's hay. Um, nowadays, obviously, it's easier to know what's happening with the weather. But back then, um, they had no idea. So forecasting the weather two or three days in advance wouldn't have been possible. So all the more reason for them to make hay while the sun shines. The proverb, like all proverbs was extended to life in general, and it quickly became a cliché. Uh, as early as 1673, it was cited in a figurative, that is, non-farming context. 
context in Richard Head's glossary of the language of thieves and beggars, the Canting Academy. Be careful how you say that one. She was resolved to make hay whilst the sun shined. So that's that proverb for today. Um, and for all you listeners, take that as a piece of great advice. Make hay whilst the sun shines. Don't let opportunities pass you by. If you see an attractive person, ask for their number. Or if you want to learn English, learn English. You know, practice, study. Um, you have to do something every day. You know, 15 minutes every day of English will help you learn English. If it's another language you're learning, do 15 minutes of that. I'm learning Portuguese and I'm not doing it. So, you know, I... I, I I don't preach. I don't. What's the word? I don't. I don't do what I preach. That's that. <laughs> that is not the phrase. I'm pretty sure it's not that, but it's not practice. That's it. <laughs> I don't practice what I preach. Forgive me, but there, I've got a good reason. I've got a really good reason. I am so busy with Learn Breezy. Uh, that's a really good excuse, I think. Um, but you know, once I've got it sorted and. I use MailChimp for the emails. If you're doing emails, don't use MailChimp. It's an absolute bloody nightmare. It's so stressful. It doesn't work as it should. Um, so yeah, avoid MailChimp. The reason I use it, and loads of people do, is because it's free for the first 2,000 emails. I'm clearly advertising it now. I'm definitely not an affiliate to MailChimp, I'm totally against them, but I am using them. Um, I've gone off subject, I, I realise that. I may cut this out, I may not. Um, let's see, this might be another long podcast. That's why I have to cut it down, because there is still the interview with Erfurt to come. Just got a couple of questions. One is from a guy on, um, well, it was online, and I'm not sure where it is because I. I don't know, I've tried to find it, and I can't, but he asked me, how do you improve your English when you have no people to speak English with where you live? This, I'm sure a lot of you feel the same way, but even if no one speaks English where you are, if you have access to the internet, you have the whole world at your fingertips to speak to. Learn Breezy will give you that chance, but it's not ready yet. So that's why I'm going to give you some other apps. The two that I think are the best, Hello Talk, Tandem. I know a lot of you, well, a lot of the people on my email list are from those uh, sites. I've met them on there, or the apps, and you can find people to chat with. The problem is with these sites and apps is that they these conversations they don't last that long that's why learn breezy you'll be able to have structured lessons um, that will last an hour or you could do shorter lessons we can look at that 45 minutes whatever's best for you and uh, Priscilla who actually I met through hello talk um, She's asked me that, well, if I intend to teach uh, something specific, 
in the future, such as business English or law English, or help with um, English courses like TEFL courses or IELTS courses? Good question. And yes, I do want to focus on certain areas. So I would love to hear from people that want help with business English. What do you need help with? Give me suggestions of certain areas in business, in law, that you want help with. And then I can go and do my research and find, uh, find things to help you learn in that area. I have, with some of my students, helped them with their courses, Ricardo. I talked to him in Brazil a couple of years ago, and he wanted to move to Canada. So he needed to pass his um, IELTS, um, I think. When you go into Canada, you have to pass this examination. And he did. He passed with flying colours, and he's living there now. As far as I know, I think he is still living there. Well, I think that's pretty much it. Um, just the conversation with Urfuk. Now, I'm going to play that and uh, and I will speak to you in next week's podcast. Cheerio! Alright, so I am here with Urfuk. Urfuk Dran. Urfuk. Uh, yes, please introduce yourself. My name is Urfuk and my surname is Dran. Okay, and where are you from, from originally? Originally from Turkey, okay. a place called Izmir. Excellent. And how long have you been uh, learning how English? Mm, I started learning English when I was at uh, college. Okay. And a few years. Yeah. I would say on and off. Okay. And obviously your English is now. It's pretty good. Yeah. You've, been, you've been living in England for how long? How say? long? It's about 11 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. And... And you started learning in school, yes. in Turkey. Yeah, and also face-to-face conversation. Okay. Yeah. In Turkey. Uh, yes, in Turkey. Oh, really? Who did you we, speak? Who did you speak with in Turkey? Who spoke English? I used to work behind the bar, so uh, a lot of customers from England and uh, from other countries. Overseas. Yeah. yeah. Americans. Americans, Aussies, yeah, everyone was British, in British people mostly. Okay, and it helped a lot. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. People are always asking me, you know, what, what's the best technique to start learning English? Yeah, and what would you say out of the ways you learnt English? Which which were the best ways? I think the best way helped you the most. One to one is okay. best. Yep. Also. Um, People I, I have met uh, working behind the bar, I met people, yep. basically, you know, um, nice people. Yeah. It helped a lot for me to uh, achieve. And did they, did they help you by correcting you? Because this is what I always say to people. Yeah. People are, are, have a Sometimes. Fear. Yeah. Sometimes, yes. But sometimes people are afraid to actually correct people. Yes, because they they might feel like they're sometimes. insulting them, but sometimes people love that. People love to be corrected. Yeah, because otherwise that they won't be able to learn and improve. Very true. Yeah, I don't I don't mind uh, people telling me that mm. um, I'm saying wrong words yeah. or 
because I'm learning from it. Exactly, because I noticed uh, when you were saying people. People. This is one thing. And a lot of people, a lot of my students do this as well. They add one well, S on the verb. So people does. But it's not because it's, uh, it's people do. People do. Because people is uh, the third person plural. So yeah. it's the same as like they. Yeah. They do, people do. People do. But the S is made, is put only in verbs where you, it's a third person singular. Singular. So he, she, and it. It. So he does, she does, and uh, it does. It does. And in this podcast, I'm going to look at uh, do and make. Do and make. Because a lot of my listeners are Portuguese. I'm sorry, they're Brazilian, but they speak Portuguese. Right. And they don't don't have the word do. They have para, which is do and... No, yeah, it's like do and four. No, sorry, two and four. That's the wrong one. It's fez, I think. F-E-Z. It's like do and make. It's like the combo. But it's the same with actually para. Mm-hmm. That's two and four. four. But we don't have... Yeah, we just we have two separate words. So that's something they, they struggle with as well. Mm-hmm. So you're not alone with that. And okay. it's also it's difficult to remember, you know, because obviously it's not always he, she and it that you're saying you've got to think is this third person singular third person plural yeah and then it can be quite difficult uh, if you hear noises that would be um, the children yeah because we're here in Cyprus yeah this week it's been pretty good weather yeah wonderful but recently when we first got here when I first got here it was a lot of thunder yeah and in the last and podca- lot, 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 uh, last podcast um you could, I was recording it and you could hear it outside. Right. Lots of thunder, lots of rain. But now the sun is shining. We're really enjoying it. And yeah, obviously we're here with uh, my sister, your, yeah. your girlfriend, your partner. Yeah. And That's correct. three children. Yeah. And uh, they can be quite loud sometimes. Yes, they can be, yeah. In the morning. I was woken up this morning by, I think it was Isla. Yeah, crying. Crying. A lot of crying happening. And I wasn't feeling too... Well, this morning, yeah, had a little bit too much to drink last night. Last night, yeah, <laughs> was it was good. Last it was, night was it good. Was, it was an enjoyable night. Nice. We played a game of scategories. Yeah, and again, so for you, playing scategories, yeah, which is a game where you have a list of twelve things. So yeah. For example, one was actors and actresses. Yeah. And then you roll a die. It's the letter. Say it's B, and you have yeah. to think of a actor or actress yeah. beginning with B. But if English isn't your first language, as it, as it isn't, was it, I mean it's tougher for you, yeah. I suppose. But we did we did allow you to do Turkish words. As yes, well, right? yes, you do. But we didn't do that last night, though, did you? The Turkish no, words. I'm, no, I, w- I was trying to stay on English, just so English words. See myself, uh, how, how I was. I'll see. I'll see how uh, how I how get getting on with just just the yeah. English words. So I just right. basically see my knowledge, mm. you know. And I I wasn't too bad. You did right last night. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, I think my father won, didn't he? Yes, he did. We were we were quite quite kind to him though, because there was there was a four, what do you say? But uh, sausage Bacardi Breezer for a cocktail. Technically, that's not. It, but we, it's, of, yeah. we let that it's, one go. It's just 
bottle, basically yeah. ma- made in bottle. So yeah, what when you pour in a glass, mm. if you decorate, you know, decoration, you know, straw mm. and stuff like that. Well, you you, 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 you can't, yeah, you, you can sell it as a cocktail because it just because it probably it's in the bottle already because it looks like a cocktail. Yeah, but if you put, if you put an, an umbrella in it, well, anything it will a be a cocktail. Yeah. But you so, make some mojitos. You're a mojito master. Yeah. But you haven't made I'll, one yet. I would say, yeah. Uh, hopefully tonight. Tonight, tonight is mean, my last I'll, night. I'll so probably, yeah. Hopefully I'm planning to do some mojitos mm. for, for you guys to try. Even though I shouldn't really drink tonight. I know. After last night, I, yeah. th- I thought I'm not going to drink anymore. Mm-hmm. But it would be rude not, not to, to try <laughs> your mojito. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So uh, one or two, you know, yeah, yeah. it's not really strong, as mm. you know, um, should be all right. Yeah, yeah. So any other tips for our listeners? What would you say if they said to you, Erfurt, how can I improve my English? How can you improve your because English? Because yeah. the best, best way, I would say, um, face-to-face, mm. really, you know, one-to-one. That's right. What did Conclusion. you say? What did you say outside, though? Would you say there's a certain area where? It's, oh yeah, it's good it, to learn. my pre- previous experience. Yes. Yeah, I mentioned earlier on, which is fact, uh, a lot. Yeah. For me to learn. Yeah. And where my pre- previous where? girlfriends. Oh, previous girlfriends. Yeah, you know. So where would you where would you learn? Where, where would I learn in the bed? In the bed. Yes. There you go, listeners. So you got because a, you just did, you know yourself and your you know, girlfriend you've got to say the right thing in, yeah. in the bedroom so quite atmosphere you know so you learn better that's true also by the language that's you true know, helps as well yep um, I would think yeah relationship makes it easier that's true Fa- faster process if you're seeing um, someone who speaks yeah. English also you know study English is Helps a lot. And you studied how much? I haven't. You... I haven't studied. So you're saying you, you've never really studied English? No. After, after college, I never. Okay. I should have done yeah. to be better, mm. good English, mm. but I never done it. So, um, so you never did it? I never did it. Never did it, yeah. I never did it. Um, yeah, never late. Mm. So you, you were never late? Never late to learn. Go oh, study, oh, okay. study so English. Right, so it's never, it's never too late. Never too late to learn. Are you going? Learn. Are you going to though? Are you going to start uh, getting some study books? <laughs> not books. Probably books would help me. Okay. But I prefer another person. Okay. Really. Yeah. Teacher. Okay. Teacher. And she t- t- tells me that. I'm incorrect mm. or oh, I'm correct. Lisa does that. She she corrects she, so, sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes she does. Well, she do on learn. No, she no. She does. She does. There you go. You see, that's the third person. Yeah. Uh, singular. She. She. She does. He. She. Does. she and it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, when learn breezy is open the website you can go on there and you'll be able to find English uh, teachers but also 
English people from England, mm -hmm. America, who you can write with, you can chat with, um, but also you can call, and you can practice that way. Mm -hmm. So that's that's the, the main aim of Learn Breezy. So people can learn the the best way is yeah. through conversing. And people can correct you yeah. if you make mistakes. So when Learn Breeze is open, I think you're going to join. Yes, for yeah, sure. You're going to be on it. Yeah, practicing definitely. Your, pra practicing your English. Yes. And then before you know it, your English will be better than mine. I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> That's fantastic. Right. Anything else you want to you want to tell the world about English and about how to learn, or, or are you all out? Um, any other techniques pro probably communication the best best key I, yeah I think it's um, communication yeah just don't stop communicating with people just even simple thing and just ask yeah question exactly if if something really bugging you you know ask people yeah if you don't know if you don't know just ask and learn learn from it keep learning yep yeah. Always you, keep learning and no, always improving. Yeah, no hesitation. Yeah. If you hesitate, you just backing yourself off and mm. you never be in, into... Um, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, yeah. Don't be afraid to yeah. ask questions. Um, yeah, the best students are yeah. ones that are inquisitive. And they want to know mm -hmm. how to improve. Nice one. Listen, thank you so much. You're welcome. Book. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. It's, this whole holiday has been a pleasure. Yeah, actually, it's been a real joy, and uh, yeah, good. and thank you for the interview. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Handshake. Cheers. Handshake. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Cool.